Hello and welcome all listeners to Xavier Newswire Live, the radio show that will catch you up on all of the Xavier news from Ledgewood Drive to Dana Avenue and beyond. Today is November 2nd, and we are bringing the show to you live on XUFM. I am your host, David Ludwig, and I am joined by the triumphant return of the great, always famous, co-host Will Pembroke. I'm back. And uh, we are also a special treat for y'all today. We are joined again by guest co-host Aaron Albright. Thanks for having me, David. Of course. And in this episode of Newswire Live, you'll get to hear the Newswire multimedia crew bring you the rundown of a feature on the print that focuses on local elections, campus catch-up with our campus correspondent, Chloe Salveson, and a return of hot takes. And that's all before we turn it right over to the live debate from between the college Republicans and the college Democrats at 7.30. So that's enough intro. Let's get right into things. Uh, right, I will turn it over to... Erin with her uh, feature on the print about the local elections. Thanks, David. So first, we have the Hamilton County Commissioner race, which is between Alicia Reese, Herman Najoli, and Andy Black. The commissioner serves a four-year term in which they exercise financial control of county expenditures, authorize public works projects, and purchase land and buildings. Republican Andy Black plans to rework the county budget to invest in other resources and will advocate an increased funding of the Stormwater District, which will then lead to plans to improve water quality. Democratic candidate Alicia Reese wants to enact laws that build trust between law enforcement agencies and underserved communities. Reese also plans to convene a task force that will represent all sides of the stormwater dispute in hopes of soon improving water conditions. Najoli, of the Independent Party, was required to get 900 signatures to be on the ballot and plans to address lead in homes and transform the Metropolitan Sewer District into a major success demonstration. The county sheriff race is between Bruce Hoffbauer and Charmaine McGuffey. The position of county sheriff is to serve as the chief law enforcement officer for Hamilton County to oversee the county jail and provide services to the courts. Hoffbauer, a Republican, plans to hold law enforcement agencies more accountable for mistakes and missteps. Hoffbauer hopes to have all officers and departments pledged to full transparency with the public. McGuffey is of the Democratic Party and plans to work and create a community liaison unit that will improve transparency and communication with the public. McGuffey currently works as an independent consultant on issues related to criminal justice. All right, thank you very much, Aaron, for that. Um, I think it was really interesting listening to you talk about just the disparity between the way that uh, some of our federal politicians talk versus the way that, you know, you're hearing our more of our local officials talk. Like, there's just much more focused on issues, I feel like. Um, I think that it was really interesting. I loved all the, I mean, on all sides talking about holding police officers accountable, um, improving water quality. I mean, those are just basic things that I think everybody wants. And it was really, really cool to hear that. David, do you have any thoughts? Uh, I mean, nothing speci- nothing too terribly specific, but I agree with you. I think that's that's one of the things I really appreciate about local elections is I feel that a lot of the candidates are much more open about their policies and are much more upfront. Perhaps it's because they're speaking to a smaller, more focused audience, uh, whereas a lot of federal politicians are speaking, trying to get an entire state or even even a large district within a state or you know for a president we have the entire country uh i think they speak more generally because 
they're just trying to captivate a larger, uh, inherently more diverse audience. Uh, but I like hearing local politicians because they are just more focused and it gives the voters more of an idea of what these candidates stand for. Right. Aaron, do you have any thoughts based off what you uh, researched? I think it's really important to know, you know, what the candidates stand for. The county commissioner and the county sheriff both have a position to make real change in local lives of people living Mm. here. You know, they plan to change how the water is treated and, you know, really work to build better relationships between law enforcement and underserved communities. These are really important things that while federal agents can do that as well, it's important to do that at a local level because these local agents have the power to change it directly in our communities. I would agree. They definitely hold a different kind of power than, than federal elections would. Um, just want to give a quick shout out. Make sure you go vote. Uh, tomorrow is election day. Yeah. Um, you know, do fill, exercise your civic duty. Um, it's it's actually a lot of fun learning about all the different candidates. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot more than just what Aaron said. There's a lot of judicial um, candidates up for elections. So do your research on that. Um, there's plenty of resources online to be able to do that and also to find out where your polling place is. Yeah. Um, if that's something that you need. So we really encourage you here at Newswire uh, to go vote and to perform your civic duty. Oh, yeah, totally. Flex your rights. I, I've been seeing that Flex ad. Flex your on. rights. Yeah. I've been see, anyone else see that ad on YouTube? Aaron, you've yeah, seen that? I saw yeah. It. I like that one. It's catchy. It's super. It's a well done ad. Um, but yeah, so I think that'll take us out for this. Uh, once again, go vote. Uh, but continuing on the track of politics, uh, we have a, an announcement from the Philosophy, Politics, and the Public Department. Tomorrow at 8 p.m., the Newswire Multimedia crew has partnered with the PPP program to produce the Xavier Live Election Show. Sean Comer and the policy block of PPP sophomores will be discussing local elections and their work on campaigns. You can watch that show live at 8 on our YouTube page, which just go to YouTube and search up Xavier Newswire, uh, which is also where you can find all of the clips and even full episodes if you missed anything else. Uh, I don't know. We've been doing it during the middle bit for so long. I would hope you have it drilled in your head, but if not, that is it. Search Xavier Newswire. Uh, also, please tune in to the College Republicans and College Democrats debate tonight, which our multimedia editor, Hunter, has helped produce. It starts in, uh, I'm not sure. About 20 minutes. Yeah, about 20 minutes. It's at 7.30. And for those of you interested, the Zoom code is 977 uh, once again, the Zoom code, if you are interested in joining, is 977-0656-0227, and that is an open meeting, no password. Please go watch that, too. I mean, it's really important to see uh, what the political activity has been looking like on campus, and that really gives you a good view, um, both for what parties are generally standing for with kids our age, mm. but also just understanding like how we as a campus are looking in terms of the elections. It's very important to watch that. Yeah. I always like seeing, I, I like, I actually like college debates a lot. I think, yeah, yeah I think it's cool seeing that people our age are getting, getting involved. Polit- yeah, political activity among the youth. Plus they're probably a lot more civil than some of the stuff you've seen oh, on TV. Oh yeah. Let's That's hope no, let's, ho- let's hope no flies come in and <laughs> interrupt <laughs> things. Uh, 
So now on we have now on to our new weekly segment, Chloe's Campus Catch-Up, with our campus correspondent, Chloe Salveson. Hello. Okay, so first up, we got Mickey Townsend and the executive typic MMM were officially elected to be the executives on SGA next year. The Active Minds XU Club was rejected full sta- uh, club status as Sneakers for Soul was granted full club status. The SGA constitutional changes failed to pass by one vote. President Thomas Webby stated this outcome was, quote, disappointing. Donate canned, non-perishable food, school supplies, and hygiene projects pro- products to Xavier's Food Drive from November 2nd to the 13th. Drop-off bins are located in front of Residence Hall RA desks and the Gallagher Student Center front desk. Donations are going towards the store. Visit xavier.edu slash the store for more information. And don't forget, tomorrow is election day, so please vote. If you're registered to vote on campus, your polling place is Gallagher Student Center. Back to you, David. (laughs) Thank you very much, Chloe. Uh, Every week, listeners, the Newswire Live is updating you on the status of COVID-19 on campus. As of November 1st, there are a total of 20 cases in the Xavier community, down from last week. Five faculty and 15 students, with two of those students uh, quarantined on campus and the 13 others off campus. As of October 29th, 32 students are quarantined on campus and 106 are quarantined off campus. Uh, So now, listeners, we have a very special treat. We know it's been a while. Hot takes are back. Hot takes are back. (laughs) First, I want to give a little shout out. I mean, numbers are looking pretty good for Xavier with COVID. Election edition hot takes, too, yeah. When uh, David was doing the research, I was like, he said the numbers for COVID. I was like, whoa, yeah. you can't be that low. And they're that low. So great job to everybody. Continue wearing masks, social distance, all that yeah. good stuff. Check out that COVID dashboard uh, that Xavier has put up if you'd like to follow those numbers in real time. I guess not real time, but they are updated every Sunday. The positive active cases are updated every Sunday. And you can see like the little graph and see the trends. Uh, currently, they're going down. Uh, but if you'd like to see that for yourself, check out uh, Xavier COVID dashboard. Some good graph content on there for Great sure. Great graph content. Nice bar graphs. Very good bar graphs. If you're looking for what your math skills in elementary school are used for, it's, it's a great this. place to go. It's this. All right. Anyway, <laughs> back to what's important. Yeah. Hot takes. We're back. Hot Very take. excited. A tough two-week quarantine for me, but I'm really glad to be back. I'm glad to be talking to the people that I love. Yeah. Oh. All right. So my first hot take is that... I think Joe Biden's going to win the election. Okay. I want to hear your guys' thoughts. I want predictions. Who's going to win? It's okay to say you don't know, but I think Joe Biden's going to win. I think that's my hot take. Maybe it's not even a hot take considering he's up in the polls, but yes. I truly do believe that he's going to win. And it's a, it's a, it's an, an opinion that's been forming in my head for months, and it's finally solidified, and that's my hot take, and I'm mm-hmm. riding that all the way to the polls. Cool, cool. Um, all right, I agree that I think Biden will win. But there is a cookie poll. I don't know if you've heard about this. The Buskin Bakery cookie poll in yes. Cincinnati. Yeah. Oh. It has gone on since 1984. For the past nine elections, the cookie that has sold more, they sell cookies with the two most popular candidates based on it. The oh. cookie that has sold more has predicted the past nine presidential elections. Wow. And currently, wow. there are, I think, about... 4,000 more Trump cookies that have sold mm. across the Cincinnati area. 4,000? 4,000. 4, <laughs> oh, so is that Lord. like, I mean, I don't really know my cookie math here, but yeah. like, is that a wide margin, do you know, or is that like a slim? 
I would. How many why. cookies per day are we talking here? Okay, based on my elementary cookie knowledge, I'm yes. gonna say this is a pretty big margin. Wow. Okay, Keep big cookie mind. margin. Ooh. Big announcement. Yeah, they do also big sell day. smiley face cookies if you're looking to stay Ooh. impartial in the poll. Oh, okay, yeah. Is the smiley face for the independent? Yeah, it's for a third party. <laughs> yeah. Oh, only six cookies were sold. Wow, I feel like my hot no. take my hot take might have just gotten invalidated <laughs> by cookies. We'll see we'll see it. if the, the cookie streak reaches ten. That's yeah. that would be crazy. Um David? Yeah, I don't this is weird because I don't know. Statistics are weird. I'm gonna put that right out. They can twenty sixteen proved that to us. Yes. Um, oh definitely. Oh, Lord. Um, but I know I have a friend who has been obsessively checking the polls. Shout out to Austin. Um, uh, he is he is a very big poll guy. Um, and he is a lot of the ones he's been checking. He's told me that Biden has uh, Biden has taken the lead. I there's a, I can't remember the name of it. There was one. Um, that was basically saying there's a 98% chance of Biden winning. And you can go to the site and, like, choose which states. Like, if you wanted to do, like, a theoretical way, you can be like, oh, so what if Biden won Texas, California, and Trump won, like, Pennsylvania, New York, and Virginia? Hypothetically. Um, and it'll show you, like, who would win. Um, and in a lot of the ones they ran... Uh, in a lot of the combinations they've run, Biden takes the pres- presidency. So Interesting. But I don't know. We had last year where Hillary was predicted to win in 20, a landslide. 2016, yeah, 26. Yeah. Sorry. Last election, uh, <laughs> Hillary was predicted to win in a landslide, and that didn't really happen. <laughs> right. Well, I think what I'm understanding here is that we have polling data and we have cookies. And yes. I'm going to go with cookies. <laughs> I, I feel like... Like, I naturally lean towards the cookies. Yeah. I, wonder, but I really want to trust the cookies. I don't know. It, it's tough. One of my favorite things, though, is, is all these websites that they have where you can just play around with the, like, the yeah. electoral college, and you get to like pick states, like Biden wins this state, Trump wins this state. Like I love that. It's like the best part of election yeah. cycle. Quick plug for that. I'm sure the New York Times will have some awesome stuff on that. So, But also, my like actual election hot take is that I think people should vote for the candidate that they like. I, I don't think they should feel pressured into voting Word. for either Republican or Democrat. I think, you know, part of that civic duty of your right to vote is voting for the candidate that you feel would best represent you and that would be best for your community. And for that, I feel like sometimes you got to go third party. Fair. Totally fair. Yeah. I I don't know. I just, we could get into it and it's like how I don't like really think that the bipartisan system that we have is like a little flawed, but I think we're past that point. At, <laughs> I think we're past that point. Yeah. Um, I think so. It's a good point. Yeah. That's my, that's my election hot take is vote for who you want. <laughs> Love to hear that. Chloe, the producer, what's your hot take? <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say that Biden's gonna win, but I do think it'll be pretty tight. I, I mean, I think he's going to win, but you know, as we learned in 2016, polls can be quite misleading. And yeah. I, my hot take would be that Florida's going red. My mom texts me pictures every single day of Trump boat parades. So if boats have anything to say about it, as do cookies. We have boats and cookies. We, yeah. 
who knows? Trump could take it. He's winning the fun boat, that's for sure. That's boats pretty and condemning. That's pretty condemning. We have boats and cookies? Wow. Wow. This is a lot. Pretty incredible. Hot America. take number two. <laughs> yes. I think that the for the federal for the federal elections only, I think that yes. it's gonna be the highest voter turnout in the last forty years this year. I, I agree really with do. that. I think it's I gonna agree. happen. I can see it happening. I agree, based on the stats. Uh, a lot of the early so numbers. Far, yeah, it seems the numbers are really high. Which is great. Like, yeah, that's good. One of the biggest bummers of growing up and being in school is learning, like, oh, like, what, 40% of all U.S. citizens vote or something like that or some really low number. It's like, if we can just continue to increase that every election cycle, that would make me so happy. Just yeah. continue to do it. And I know, like, that people have done such a great job with, like, encouraging people to vote and through all these... I mean, it really comes down to people, like, within our culture doing it because that's what people pay attention to is mm. you know they're different cultural icons so and honestly it doesn't take long no it doesn't it's easy it's it's unless you have to wait go, in line for two hours like that's, Hunter, that's true that's true um but then mail-in perfect yeah yeah it gets brought to you they bring they bring it to you just do it <laughs> exactly any thoughts what do you think it's going to be the biggest election turn on 40 years yes or no i agree big turnout I'm ready to vote tomorrow. I'm going in person. I'm excited. First time voting. What fun. Love to see it. Yeah, first time voting for all of us. Mm. Yeah, I think that with this level of just controversy even that's been happening and this level of just like people getting very amped up for this election, I think so. I think think that we are going to have some higher voter turnout. And I'm happy for that. I think that's a great thing. It's fantastic. Absolutely. Well... That wraps up Hot Takes for today. Yep. Glad to be back. I'm going to pass it over to David. Cool, cool. All right, listeners. Unfortunately, that is all the time that we have for today in this episode of Newswire Live. Thank you all for tuning into the show today. If you have any thoughts or feedback, questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns for the Newswire Multimedia crew, send them over to us at our email address, which is XavierNewswire at gmail.com. We would like to give a special thanks to Carolyn Youngquist, a senior music education major at Xavier, who produced the music you heard in today's show. At this time, we'd also like to give a shout out to our staff, our guests, who helped make this episode possible. Uh, Thank you to our managing multimedia editor, who is Hunter Ellis. Our associate multimedia editor and co-host is Will Pembroke. The Newswire editor-in-chief is Heather Gast, and the Newswire managing editor is Alex Budzinski. Uh, Our producer for today is Chloe Salveson filling in for Whale Rippy, um, and she is also our campus correspondent. Uh, Thank you also to our guest host for tonight, Aaron Albright, for showing up. Without all of you, this show would not be possible, and I just want to personally thank you all for the amazing contributions to making this show awesome. You can now find Newswire live episodes on YouTube. If you missed any of them, just search Xavier Newswire to find our channel, which has clips and full episodes. But of course, we would love to have you live, so don't miss our next episode, which as always is Monday at 7. Until next time, this is David Ludwig. And I'm Will Pembroke. Wishing you a mystical Monday evening and signing off. And also reminding you to go check out the College Republican Democrat debate. Uh, Once again, the Zoom code is 977 Oh six five six oh two two seven. Okay, goodbye for real this time, guys. Go boat.